We could create a whole world in the mind of the listener simply by using sound effects. Ron Wolfley. <laughs> Luke Lipinski. Huh. Wolf and Luke. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, hour number two of the show live from the Auction Community Studios. Training camp for the Cardinals starting next week. And Wolf joining us on the 72 Sold Sports Line right now is Darren Urban of azcardinals.com. Darren, how's it going today? How are you, gentlemen? We're doing, doing good. great, Derb. Appreciate you joining us right now. Um, here, we got a few questions. I think a lot of people have a few questions from the start of training <laughs> well, camp. Uh, and I'll just temper the enthusiasm <laughs> just a bit here. I mean, coaches are just getting back in the building. I mean, I, we can talk about some stuff, but right. there ain't, hasn't been a whole lot of news around here. I'll tell you that right great, now. Great, Derb. Well, I, I want to ask you, what is your biggest question? Because to me, it's Rodney Hudson. I know a lot of people want to talk Kyler Murray, but just as far as, okay, camp starting and you want to trying to get ready for the actual season, everything else aside, what is your biggest question or concern right now? Yeah, I would agree that it would be Rodney Hudson at this point, just because, you know, you're not you don't know exactly what's going to happen there. And when I say you don't know, it means we don't know. Uh, I do think that the team probably has a pretty good idea of which way this is going to go. Uh, I don't know what that would be. Um, but um, you've got time to, to figure some things out, obviously. But that, to me, I would agree would be the, the biggest thing that everybody's kind of wondering about right now. Okay, so the Rodney Hudson thing for me right now, because we all think the Kyler Murray extension, of course, is going to get done at some point in time, uh, preferably before training camp is going to begin, but the Rodney Hudson thing for me, that really is, um, that's a mystery to me. That is the biggest question mark going forward. Having said that, how do you think the Cardinals are going to address this? Let's just assume Rodney Hudson is not going to play center. Do you see a kind time sign coming? Personally, I would think that the, you would have to do that, if nothing else, just to kind of cover your bases. I know Justin Pugh talked about potentially playing there this offseason, uh, you know, getting some reps there, talking about how he wouldn't mind doing it in the future a little bit. I mean, there's a, there's a big question mark there, though. Not only has he not done it, but, you know, how quickly can he get ready? And then if he does play center, then all of a sudden you have a huge hole at left guard. So I think they need to figure some stuff out, but I would think that they would sign a veteran uh, to kind of cover their bases. Uh, who that would be, I don't know. Uh, I know there's a lot of fans out there talking about J.C. Treader, the former Browns center who was, uh, didn't, wasn't brought back to the Browns, and he remains a free agent. Um, I don't know if he's a possibility. I know the team talked to uh, Billy Price, uh, formerly of the Giants and the Bengals, earlier this offseason. So uh, I, there's guys out there that could probably fill that role, but I, w- I would anticipate you'd need another body. I don't know if you if Hudson isn't here, if you're in a position where you can just stick with whoever you have on the roster. We're talking to Darren Urban. Uh, Darren, you mentioned guys that they could potentially go out and get at the center position. Uh, you could certainly make a case they could use some depth as uh, you know, edge rushers, uh, the cornerback position, maybe others as well, but those ones really stand out. And this is where Steve Kime has thrived in the past, but typically when do you expect moves like that to be made with training camp now so close? I Personally, I, I would think, I don't know how much of this would happen immediately or right before camp. It, it is possible. Like, I could see them adding a cornerback, veteran cornerback, 
before camp opens. But there's been be- plenty of examples of, of Steve Kime and the Cardinals o- over the past seven, eight years, however long he's been GM, where they've gone into camp and see how things play out for a couple, three weeks before they've gone and made a move. And maybe not two, three weeks, maybe even a week, but at least give yourself some time to look at what you have on the roster in a, in a normal training camp setting and see if, if that's necessary. Um, you know, it's funny, the center thing, and, and Wolf will remember this, um, in 2015, they went into training camp thinking it was going to be Ted Larson and there was somebody else, and I can't remember off the top of my head. They went through two weeks of that and realized, okay, this isn't going to work, and they called Lyle Senline, who they had released earlier in the offseason right. and asked him to come back, and he ended up starting all season for them. So, again, I, I, if they don't do something immediately at the very outset of camp, that doesn't mean they won't make a move or they're not thinking about making a move. So, Kyler Murray in the extension right now. Um, you know I have to ask it. <laughs> it's a, we all think it's going to happen at some point in time, but Derb, when do you think it's going to happen? I, you know what, Wolf? I, I've felt all along that something would get done before practice began starting. Yeah. I, I think there's a reason Cliff kind of made that half joke, half not joke about praying that it would be done before training camp started. Um, he he strikes me as the kind of person that plays things a little bit closer to the vest that if he didn't think that that was a good possibility that I don't know if he would have said that out loud. Now maybe that's just me, but uh, I, I still think something uh, can get done sooner rather than later. Now I don't know anything. I have not heard anything. Um, but I also know that uh, you know, if everything's going in the right direction, some na- a couple of national reports have said that it seems like it's going in the right direction. I mean, we're going to know soon enough. Uh, if Kyler's around, I would assume at some point Kyler's going to talk. Yeah. Um, so we'll be able to ask some questions, even with, with Cliff. There, um, do, you, do, you, so. do you care to guess uh, the years and the amount? No. You know, just, I mean, if you had it. No. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, is, look, is six I, years ridiculous? Is I, that? I don't know if no it's ridiculous. The Again, the the issue that you start talking about, the longer the contract, Wolf, the the more signing bonus guaranteed money up front you, right. you've got to give them. And I, I do think ultimately Deshaun Watson deal with all that guaranteed money, I don't I think that's a uh, an outlier and I, I don't I don't see all these quarterbacks all of a sudden getting all this guaranteed money, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give them something pretty good. I I would be surprised if it's anywhere below forty million dollars a year on average. Um, and maybe more given the other contracts that are out. But, I mean, I, I my thought process is probably four to five years. The, the other thing that has to be factored in is he's still under contract for two more years. So oh. usually when you're talking about extending something or even giving a new deal, that's something on the player side that you kind of kind of have to figure in. I mean, he's going to get a lot more money probably for the next couple of years or at least whatever, but that that's going to be figured in. So if 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 they're saying four more years, I would just assume that would put him around for six more um, in some way, shape, or form. That that would be my guess. But again, this is all pure speculation. Uh, Darren, I just got one more for you. With those first six weeks with no DeAndre Hopkins, they still have a lot of weapons on offense. How creative do you think they're going to get, or do you think they want to kind of have things set in stone for when he comes back so he can just slide right into his normal spot? Well, you, you can't, to be honest, Luke, you can't have it be all set in stone for him to slide right back in because that you, what are you going to do? Pretend like there's not a number one receiver for six 
weeks, and so he just has a place to drop in. I mean, I, I do think there's going to have to be some moves around. I don't think the offense is going to look tremendously different from when Hopkins is there to when he's not. Um, but you're going to need to use Hollywood Brown maybe in the Hopkins role a little bit more. You might need to use a little bit more A.J. Green than you might once Hopkins comes back. But uh, I think essentially, I don't I don't think you want to make it too tremendously different just because uh, I don't think you want to be in a position where you're having to make a lot of changes when Hopkins comes back, especially on a short week. Remember, his first game back is that Thursday night game against the Saints, so you're going to literally have no practice time that week before he plays. So, Derb, the first day of pads, whenever that is, when they put the pads on, who's the rookie you're going to follow? Is there a rookie that you're really, really uh, interested in? Well, first of all, uh, because I know you care so much, the, officially the rules are that that back-together Saturday would be the last day of non-pads or spiders or whatever. Uh, they're gonna, they would have to be off Sunday, according to the CBA. So Monday, uh, which I think is <laughs> August 1st, um, is, is the first day that's allowed to be in pads. I don't know if they're going to be in pads, but that's the first day they're allowed. For me, the rookie is going to be uh, Cameron Thomas, uh, because I think they very much need help at that outside linebacker position, whether he or Sanders can jump in and, and do something right away. I guess Sanders would fall in that same mm-hmm. spot. I mean, if you're not going to sign a guy, that you got to have those guys playing a role sooner rather than later, even if it's just on third down. So yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on, on what kind of situation uh, they're in in terms of how practice goes. Darren Urban, great stuff as always, man. Thank you for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Derb.